Welcome to the Motoring Podcast, a Nürburgring 24-hour special edition, part two. Hello, I'm Alan, and I'm on my own for this very quick intro and for the rest of this uh, rest of this podcast. Um, I just want to explain, when I was there, when I was at Nürburgring, I took a lot of recordings, uh, and I'd hoped to incorporate them in with Andrew and I talking about the facts and all the background and and the interviews that were in part one, which I hope you've enjoyed and I hope you've listened to, because, um, yeah, I think the interviews are awesome. But that didn't really work. What I'd recorded didn't work with what we then subsequently recorded in the studio. Uh, so what I've done is I've taken lots of the many hours uh, of background noise, of feel recordings that I did, and I've tried to condense them down into this one episode. Uh, it's kind of unusual for us because it's in stereo, uh, but I really hope that that helps get over the feel and the noise and the speed and everything which I can't really explain. So, as I say, I really hope you enjoy the the rest of this episode. It is lots of noise, lots of background, a little bit of semi-drunk waffling, but... Um, Cheers and safe motoring. It's Saturday afternoon. It's uh, quarter to two uh, where the race starts at three o'clock and we're standing in the pit lane right at the minute. And there's just, they're putting the cars out towards the grid. There's the GR Supra there. One of the drivers, of course, is Akio Akio Toyoda. That's the hot lane Uh, chairman of... uh, chairman of Toyota and this place is absolutely thronged that's what you really need to know it is packed uh, we're fighting our way across this side uh, we're in the paddock earlier on uh, and we're watching the Hyundai i30 ends and i30 fastback ends being pushed out right now and the tro- half the challenge here is actually clearing the people out of the way uh, and the people in all the and it just sounds great as I start them all up uh, hopefully you can hear enough of this uh, over me. I'll shut up and let you hear some engine notes. You can probably hear all the noise in the background. Uh, the grid walk is is on, and I, I swear, I'm I'm standing here, and it must be well, it's at least a kilometre long anyway, uh, of just a sea of cars, mostly hidden by by people. Uh, the atmosphere is fantastic, but there's so many people. I mean, there's there's all the drivers are standing around. They're all they're, It's a little bit like Formula One, only there seem to be fewer film stars. But uh, the drivers are with the cars. 
the just people all over the place. I can't trying to think of the words to try and explain that there's maybe there must be ten. There must be a good few thousand people down there anyway, and you can only get there if you've got the 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 grid pass. Uh, I'm standing at the top of the grandstand. Uh, at the minute, which is why you're getting quite so much noise from the, the proper commentators. Uh, and of course, almost all the grandstand seats are full, uh, apart, apart from the VIP ones, all the, the top of the pits uh, with, with all the, the, the corporate guests, it's absolutely full. Um, about the only thing that isn't full at the moment is the Ferris wheel, which seems to have about three people stuck right up at the very top of it. And it's not really going very far or very fast, but it's... Uh, Everybody's on. Everybody's on the grid, um, or in the grandstands, right the way down to my left. And I really should know the corner names, and I don't because I'm lame. Uh, right down, parked around the Mercedes-Benz stand, it's all completely full, uh, and I can see people in the distance sitting on the outskirts and the outer edges of the uh, of, of the track, uh, being able to, to just look in and having having picnics uh, and the like. Uh, you can see standing here and looking over the looking over the pits, uh, and you can see the the Nurburg, the castle uh, that stands over the track uh, in the background there, and it's it's just the most amazing, uh, most amazing atmosphere, and and just I think we forget when you you see laps and stuff, uh, you don't realise just what a beautiful spot the Nurburgring is in. It, it's it's the views off uh, from from here in the Eiffel Mountains uh, out into the distance. Really are spectacular. Uh, it's, it's, it's just a great place for a motor race. It's ten past three. It's Saturday afternoon. They've started their engines. They're clearing the pit. They're clearing the grid. Ready for the... Uh, ready for the formation lap. about a third of the grid gone now. One of the Aston Martins, number 37, isn't moving off for the formation lap. There's a whole bunch of folk giving it a good hard push, but it ain't going anywhere. No, it, it's just, it's just stopped. We've got to the fire truck, two Dodge Rams. Emergency units halfway down the halfway down the grid there, but that number 37 Aston is not going anywhere. Mm. 
Quite a, quite a lot of pushing, pulling. It started. There's a huge cheer. First excitement of the race, and it hasn't even started yet. So those are all the cars that were in front of the start-finish line. Have all left. Obviously to join the back of the grid. I don't know. We will wait 30 seconds before the next lot leave. Here we go. Here's, here's that second half of the grid leaving now. Looks like about half the grid is made up of Porsche. Fair chunk of KTM in there. And that's the second set gone. We still, still everything that's after the bridge. Here comes the next lot. Much, much quieter than before. Well, almost all. That's a huge cheer for the Opel Mantle going down there. Well, that's them all left the grid now for the formation lap. Um, and I imagine that the front runners shouldn't be too far away. Here they come. Sorry, that was a BMW E-Series playing quite a quite a move to rejoin, having spun just after the main straight. Hopefully, we got that from near the beginning. It was it crept up. It was silent. It was silent. It was silent. Then all of a sudden, through came the cars, and uh, yeah, took me by surprise. Anyway. 
But yeah, the race is now underway. That's it, for the next 24 hours. Here come the Porsches. Ready for this. That's them all, all made it through the corners on skate. Still waiting on the GT3 cars coming around. And here they come, as if by magic. Here goes. Ready, ready, ready. It's quarter ten on Saturday evening. The race has been running for quite a few hours now. Uh, we're around at Brunchen, and uh, yeah, it's it's a bit nuts. There's there are constructions. There's tents. There's stands. There's things which are works of the scaffolders' art. Uh, all sorts of bits and pieces here in the woods, uh, round about the, the track. Uh, and there are race cars. It's great. You're so close, uh, and they're, they're just absolute nutters. I mean, race drivers are different from you and I, but uh, but the atmosphere is fantastic. I mean, you'd think it was foggy. It's there's so much barbecue smoke in the air. There's so much crazy German techno being played. There's there's just so much of everything. It's uh, it's the whole Nurburgring experience. Um, and yeah, I mean, just some of the constructions. Not right, there's bad enough on the very edge of the track. You can see some of the tents uh, around the place, but further back into the woods, it's it's like Wonderland really around here. Let's see, see what there is. Oh, I've managed to stand beside a muddy track. Well done, Al. Um, but there's some real commitment to get some of these vehicles through here, but people start coming out here maybe Monday, uh, last week uh, to get the best camping spots, to get the best places, uh, to get the best places as close as they possibly can be, uh, and then it's a party for most of the rest of the week until qualifying on Thursday. Uh, some of the support races and support qualifying on 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 Friday as well, uh, and then until until the race started at half three today. 
I've no idea who's in the lead, by the way. Not a clue. Uh, in fact, I've not even really got much of a clue of the classes. I'm doing really badly uh, at any of that kind of thing. But it's um, but it's just awesome. Who cares? The cars are fantastic. The atmosphere is smoky. It's going to take me a week or two to stop smelling like barbecue. But, uh, yeah. Genius. Right, I'm off to watch the cars. Never mind talking to you a lot. Uh, I'm off back to the cars again. Well, it's, uh, it's after 11 o'clock on Saturday night and then we're back from Brunchen. And uh, I'm just walking through the camping am Nürburgring uh, campsite heading up towards the track. Um, there's a decent amount of, of sort of of crazy music, but it's um, it's quite quiet actually, much quieter than it was last night. Um, but that's because I guess we're near the track, but not on it. Still hear the sound of the cars in the background, but it's uh, it's all the campfires. Near the fireworks, fireworks hilarious. Three o'clock in the morning, and there seems to be a cottage industry and glow in the dark. LED Nürburgring signs. It's best not to ask, really. It's like call the werewolves. Heavy breathing isn't really intentional, it's just quite a climb. Got loads of the campers come, uh, and they've got. Uh, motorbikes and stuff, so scooters. That's the soundtrack of the weekend, by the way, that you can hear back there. These guys that you can hear have a, a TV. It must be what, 65 inches? And it is a TV. It's not a projector set up. Uh, they've got a bar. Um, one guy to <laughs> the racket is one guy breaking up the next set of pallets to go on the big fire. Um, but it's a heck of a setup there. But yeah, we saw them yesterday and thought you look pretty settled and. Uh, Lo and behold, they are. Am I nearly there yet? So, walk through here. I wonder how many copyright issues we're going to end up with thanks to the background music. I credit the chairman of the Guild of Motoring Rotors. The good thing about this campsite is you're never going to get flooded. So, what does space for a flat pitch? Do you enjoy music now with Nina? 
on there's got a really good haul of two Michelin slicks to take back. Calm myself, the store's practically sold out. Top of the campsite, so that's me at the circuit edge now. Let's just make sure I've got a pass. Not that they seem to be caring. I think it's assumed that if you're still out by this time, then you're the kind of crazy that's going to have a ticket anyway. Climb up the side here, have a wee bit of a look. Then try and work out where I am. So I have absolutely no idea of any of the corner names. Let's go. Right. This is gonna be good. This is gonna be good podcasting, I'm out the cut chunk of this. Does the guide actually tell me the names of the corners? Does it, hey? Number 17. Yeah. Number 17 is pretty useless. What's that? T5B. Another cloak. Anyway, I'm at the dangliest part. presence down at the engine on motorsport and you can just hear all the cars go past it so pretty cool one of the things we've been talking about um some of us who are in our wee group is just how much uh, if you've never been and you've only played uh, you know you, you've you've driven your laps on gran turismo and stuff then uh, it really doesn't give you the correct impression of the altitude changes here. Because this is one heck of a steep circuit. Even the Grand Prix circuit here. I mean, I'm still climbing, as you can tell by my wheeziness. Um, the altitude changes is really impressive. I've probably got a note of it somewhere, but it's dark, so I can't tell. Absolutely love night races. Again, even here, even within the limits of the Grand Prix circuit, the uh, people have their own fires and barbecues and stuff. The whole setup is amazingly, uh, amazingly accommodating for all these kind of things. putting some of this out live but the closer you get to central circuit there is just no reception at all um, for doing that it's so busy 
I'm just letting you listen to as much of this as possible because the, the noises, the atmosphere, and the way the lights are piercing through, which works really, really well on audio. Where you can just follow the trace of the lights around the, the corners. I think probably one of the best things about you know endurance racing that's been introduced in the last few years are the glowing, the glowing numbers. The side. The numbers on the sides of the car don't really light up, but the number is picked out in the windscreen. Uh, it flashes blue whenever, of course, they... It's essentially a blue flag to the car in front as they want to you know, approach a slower car to pass or, or to lap. I think that's all worked electronically. Some of the cars have glowing numbers, and some of them have wee, wee lights, and they use the, the Porsche there with a puddle light under the door mirrors. Chip stands, there's bars, both of which are sorely tempting. I neither need food nor any more drink at the minute. Here we go, I'm up at the top of the grandstand now. The cars go roaring past into the end of that pit straight. It's amazing. The uh, Ferris wheels all lit up. Lots of animations, the big screens showing the coverage from right around the track. Still a lot of people up here. Yeah. A bit further down. Uh, yeah. So it's what well, it's midnight now uh, here at the ring, and I am walking through the paddock at the back of the pit. <coughs> uh, I know there have been quite a few retirements so far. Um, sadly, some of the crowd pleasers, the upper man, to have taken out in an accident earlier on, for example. Yeah, it's uh, it's still busy down here. It's it's, it's also roasting warm. It's 16 degrees, um, and it's sticky, which is a bit worrying. There's no rain forecast, but it is super sticky. Uh, the trouble with being down here is it's really really busy, and there's people trying to work. So you spend just well, one spends one's time uh, jumping out of the way of. Uh, people manoeuvring piles of tyres or generally looking very busy lots of people have uh, have souvenir tyres wandering around with worn worn tyres take up, I don't know what they do with them coffee table perhaps that would work, a piece of toughened glass on top generally busy and they're generally back to the garages are generally closed just to stop everyone going in Watch 
keep going because the Hyundai one is right at the very end, furthest end from where you can cross from the grandstand over the beer. The garage is open and people can see in and see what's happening. Let's go this way. It really does give you a new respect for the guys in Formula One trying to find people on the grid. Well, it's uh, almost one o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Uh, I am, confess, chilling out uh, in the grandstand. Uh, I've covered about 40 kilometres in the last two days, I think, <laughs> walking around here and uh, trying to get bearings and stuff. So, uh, maybe a slight exaggeration, possibly 30 odd anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's got to that stage where we've got. Uh, We've got another uh, two and a half hours to run, really, in the race. Lexus RCF go past. Uh, two and a half hours or so in the race. Uh, there's been quite a lot of attrition. Uh, there's been quite a few, quite a few shot returns. So the Manta is back out again. Uh, certainly the um, Hyundai. I mean, both two, two of their cars will be back out. Uh, the the fastback and also the hatch uh, are, are back out on the track again. I think the, the hatch the hatch needed something like six hours of work and put about six hours in the garage. Um, but the customer fastback uh, and the Veloster are actually leading their class right now. So that helped uh, that helped the interview with her Beerman on the run. He wasn't sure they'd be able to get back up whenever we were doing that interview. Uh, the the, the hatch was in the pit, uh, and it was having some serious surgery on its its front suspension. So uh, the front right hand side, all the wishbones, and everything were, were mangled out of shape. Having done most of a lap on uh, on three wheels, without dragging along the ground. So it's sort of reached that sort of quiet, lazy period. Had lunch, sitting here, drink, just watching the cars go past. Some of them sound absolutely fantastic. That was a golf. It wasn't so impressive. It was just amazing the mix of cars out in the track. I mean, there's the stuff that looks basically stopped. There is one Opel Astra, which still has the window chrome uh, around it. And it just looks like someone has taken their, their uh, Astra GLS out and, and ended up on a, uh, on a, a tourist lap. Um, along with all these absolutely crazy uh, Le Mans racers. Like that Porsche GT2 that's just gone past. But it's uh, very There was a lot of packing up has already gone on today. Uh, I know that we've packed up our stuff for cars outside. It's all packed. It's ready for me to head, head off um, whenever. Lots of people start back. The end of the party is nigh. Uh, type of thing so there's uh, loads of caravans been moving around bits and pieces there are noticeably fewer people today than there were at this time yesterday and uh, someone was saying that I reckon about 250,000 people an extra 50,000 people Lexus LC500 uh, about an extra 50,000 people yesterday because of the sunshine
Really shouldn't have chosen a seat right in front of the speaker. It's very hard not to around here. The, the PA is actually incredibly good, sadly. That was your average night spread traffic down there. Failed to see HR being overtaken by an Audi R8 and a, and a Porsche 911. CHR is really cool. I just didn't notice it yesterday. I didn't even see it in the pits. Uh, but it, it looks a business. I had to do a double take to see if it was a CHR. Couldn't really work out what it was to start with. Though. It was like, there's a gazoo racing colours. That number 61 Porsche, which is, uh, is green with yellow stripe, which I always think should really be a Lotus car. That was a clock class leading Hyundai Velocity making all that racket just there. That means the ice that means uh, at least one of the i30 should be along soon. McLear, huh? Well, it's uh, just after two o'clock uh, on Sunday the twenty third, and I confess I'm sitting in the car. It's There's still another hour and 20 minutes of racing left. Uh, but the whole place has this palpable sense of winding down, that it's it's coming towards the end of, of frankly, an awesome weekend, and not just not just for me, for all the other spectators as well. Uh, and, you know, I know that when I get to my hotel tonight, I will find out who's won, uh, and, I will, and that will be great, and I'll be incredibly happy for them. But really... What I found about this event is it's all about the atmosphere. The, the racing's there. The racing's fantastic. The whole thing wouldn't happen without the racing. Um, but you get the feeling it's like this awesome car festival. The whole thing is like an awesome car festival with a 24-hour race going on at the same time. It is absolutely wonderful. Uh, lots of people have said to me, well, I've said to lots of people, that I think that this has spoilt me for Le Mans. And I know that there'll be some of you who disagree with this. But I think that this has spoilt me for visiting, visiting Le Mans in the future. Uh, this is such a great atmosphere, such a great place. Um, and just run, just the craziness. There's that craziness there. And many of the people who I, I was here with this weekend said, no, done Le Mans. Um, and it was, it was good. But they keep, keep coming back to the Nürburgring 24. And I understand exactly why that is. It's, it's quite an event. It's not just a race. It really is a full-on event. 